You're listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast. Hey, it's Keith Keller, and you're listening to KKFM, something global, something social. Now, very, very cool piece of news about KKFM. We've got a brand new URL globalsocialmediaradio.com. Now, that's coming up very, very soon. We're going global, as you know. It's always been my moniker to go global. And today, we have an Aussie from South Africa who's going to talk about social media automation in an Afrikaans accent. Now, you tell me if you've ever heard that combination before. This is brilliant. This is what KKFM is all about. Funky accents, great goss, great material in bite-sized chunks. And today we're interviewing Adele DeMaia from Brisbane, but originally from South Africa. Hey, hey Keith, I'm good. How are you today? I'm, I'm, I love this. I just, I just love the global stuff. You know, I live in Melbourne, you live in Brisbane, we're Aussies, but you're from South Africa. We're going to talk about social media automation, which helps us all keep up. We're, we're, we're sharing some accents here. We're sharing some goss. T- tell me your take on social media automation. What, what is it and, and why, why is there such a controversy around it at the moment? <laughs> so social media automation refers to tools that are used to semi-automate the process of posting your content to your social media sites. So, and it's also, it's not just content, it can also be engagement that are triggered by certain events. So your tools can range from manual and free to semi-automated tools, which are either commercial standalone software or paid subscriptions that you can use. Mm-hmm. So some of the examples mm-hmm. of social media automation is like the famous Twitter DM when someone new follows you. <laughs> I know a lot of yeah. people don't enjoy that one, so I, um, I think that that should be stopped. The <laughs> yeah. let, me, let, me just, let me just decode there. There's a very good example of automation. Someone follows you. You haven't got time to yeah. thank all your followers, so there's programs in Social Oomph and all of the major ones that says, every time someone follows me, send this yeah. message. Hello, my name is Keith. I've got an e-book. Click yep. here. Yep. And, you know, people are thinking, actually, I've just saved time. In a way, you've just pissed off 87% yes. of your followers. Because everybody and knows that's automated, about, right? And it even sounds like a yeah. robot. And it sounds yeah. automated. But there's, there's ways you can do it so that it looks a bit more yes, natural. absolutely. And it's all about the yeah. balance, you know. Um, and it's also like automatically posting your – so if you in, like, upload an Instagram photo, um, you can use a tool like Zapier, and that immediately posts a full photo for you to Twitter. So things like that's great, but when it comes to the engagement and what you're saying and the sort of content you push out, you really, really got to be careful, like we said before, not to sound like a robot or to make your following very unhappy and have like 100 unfollowers for the day. (laughs) And look, there's a lot of controversy around this, and I want to pull this apart. I've got personal friends of mine that have, we've had vehement, strong arguments about this. Social media is about being social, they say. And I agree. But there are eight social media sites now, and it's almost impossible to keep up with them all. So social media automation is a strategy. It's an idea. It's it's a concept that helps us manage the load. Yeah. I really think that's the point of it. It it helps us manage the load. It's about efficiency. That is my keyword around automation. When people say, what's it and what's it about? Why are you using it? My word is 
efficiency. Because that's at the end of the day what it's all about. You know, time is limited. We all are busy. We've got these schedules, but we want to use social media either for a business or your personal brand. And you would love to talk to your global audience. Um, like 79% of my followers on Twitter are all based in America. So, you know, I want to yep. speak to those people. I want to share interesting content with them. You know, if I've got a new ebook or podcast or awesome article I found, I can't sit up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and share that with them. So what's wrong with scheduling that in so that they can see that content when they are out and about busy on Twitter? Yeah, look, I have a friend in London who actually gets up at 3.35 a.m. in London because he's worked out that it's actually uh, the best time to talk to his followers. And look, I've got to admit, I tried it. I tried getting up at 5.30 and tried to be there for my mates. But I tell you what, it's bloody hard as a human being to get up yeah. early or to, to stay up late. And so I, I believe we've got to find that balance. And, and it looks like you've really pulled this apart and you've found a really, really good balance. Yeah, because that, that's what it's all, all about. And uh, I think that comes to the other topic why why would you use social media automation and um like i said it's it's about efficiency and reaching a global audience and um and but the secret is to not sound like a robot not sound like you're just pushing out all these automated engagements or automated content um it's it you got to be social so i think a 50-50 balance is a winner absolute winner 50% of your stuff, you can schedule it out or have automated engagement. And the other 50% is where you take out time in your day to engage real time with your yeah. audience. Yeah. It's got to be a balance. I think the, the hardest thing working for yourself, this is especially the, 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 the demon that happens with entrepreneurs, is we, we are absolutely the opposite of... Um, the, the nine to five is I once heard a phrase I love this phrase you know I, I hate working nine to five so now I work 12 hours a day <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I work 12 hours I work 12 hours a day so that I don't have to work nine to five yeah. you know when you and tell me you don't understand this if you're an entrepreneur you can't not work I mean it's it's impossible you're so into what you're doing you're so into yeah. what you're doing you're up early, you stay up late, you sometimes get up in the middle of the night because you've got an idea, you work yep. weekends, you're sort of working on your holidays. And I know it's a bad thing. I know. But we're, because we're entrepreneurs, we're into what yep. we're doing. Like we're passionate about life. Yes. And, and these tools, these tools are designed to help us cope. Exactly. Exactly. Help you to cope and make you more efficient. Absolutely. Um, so given that that's the case, given that we have got some good strategies around the idea of automation, what, what are some good practices? What are some of the best practices that people can get involved with? Something they can do that will really yes. help. So I would definitely say engagement is king. That's always the number one priority. Don't set and forget with automation. You have to check your profiles daily and respond to the comments and followers and other interactions on your accounts. People mostly hate the auto Twitter DM, so my suggestion is to just not do it. Um, don't use software that's unreliable, that sends out responses, getting the person's name wrong. Oh my gosh, I've seen so much of this on LinkedIn. You know, it says hi wow. and then insert name. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, don't you test it? That's one thing. You have to test these things. 
when you set it up and you want software to automatically send okay. emails or welcome messages, test it first before you put it out there. And then I would say, don't overdo it with your scheduled updates that you don't <clears throat> have time for that last minute opportunities that arise. So I have a good balance spread out so that you can also schedule and send out messages on the go. And I would also say, spend some time carefully crafting your social media updates. Please don't make it sound like you're a robot. So have a personal interaction sound like a normal human being when you speak um, through your updates. And then the other one we just mentioned is to be, be sure you're scheduling your updates for the times that make sense to your audience. And and keep in mind... What, 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 site, what site do you use for that? Do I, I use Twip's map. Okay, yes, to see what where you, your audience what, is. So, what site do um, you There's use? quite a few ones. So some of the automation uh, sites will actually include some general analytics about your platforms, like um, Icona Squared, that's for Instagram. They sort of tell you who's your followers. And then like for Twitter, oh, there's so many Twitter tools out there. The one free one I like is Twitonomy. That tells me exactly okay. where my audience is, the, the age and everything. Um, so it's just, and I think with Hootsuite as well, a bit of the analytics available when you use Hootsuite, they also tell you um, the yeah. demographic location and popularity. And just, look, just pull that apart, just in case people haven't thought of this before. That it's quite possible, it's probable actually, I would say probable, that the majority of your followers, especially on Twitter, don't live in your town. I would say that's almost categorically oh, true. They may, they may live in your country, but they almost certainly don't live in your town. So there's tools available that allow you to say, you know what, for me, 55% of my followers live in North America actually in the US, 8% live in Canada. So 63% of my followers are in North America. Yep. Now, uh, that's evenly split between the West Coast and the East Coast. But it's a, tel it's a really, really major time difference to Australia. Yes. So I set up my automation using Buffer to coincide with LA time because that's where the majority of my followers are and on the West Coast, Seattle and Vancouver and San Diego and Las Vegas. So I actually set my automation up to t time in with them. When they're waking up and having a breakfast break, there's a new fresh tweet for them. And that they relate to that. They respond to that. I might actually be yep. in bed, but at least there's something new for them. Yep. And I, I actually think this is an extraordinary strategy just to keep up. So uh, you're going to be pulling this apart in a six-part series, and we'll allude to that in a minute, but I'm guessing that this concept of best practices will be in, in the upcoming ebook and six-part podcast series. Yes, absolutely. There. I will be discussing all of these topics in detail for everybody to – and it will be, all be free to download and you can and, and see what I have to say about automation because it's really, really a controversial topic. I've had such um, heated discussions around this topic with people. Yeah. And, uh, and it can get heated, can't it? Excuse me? It can get very yes, heated. Absolutely. And look, everybody's entitled to their opinions. Um, some don't use automation at all. And I say good for you. You know, if, if, if you can manage all your profiles and all that engagement and pushing out all your content all in real time these days, I mean, that's fabulous if you have that time. But busy entrepreneurs or people that have 
fifty or one hundred thousand followers, it's impossible to speak to everybody at the same time. You just can't do that. Impossible. Yeah. So we've we've talked about the idea of why you would use automation. We've talked about some best practices. Why don't we pull apart the two that we personally use, and then in in the upcoming six part series you're going to do, you're going to pull apart some of the others. I personally love Buffer. You personally prefer Hootsuite. Can you talk about those two sites if people haven't heard of either of these yet? Yes. Yeah, so so Buffer and Hootsuite are the um, two most well known platforms out there when it comes to automation. Uh, but there are tons of tools available these days to automate different kinds of actions. Um, just to name quickly, three Zapier, um, if this, then that, and Post Planner for Facebook. That's that's just a few examples. But back to Hootsuite and Buffer, both the to- these tools are easy to use and can save you tons of time and make you more efficient and help you to cut through all the online noise we have today. So Buffer and Hootsuite. If nobody else is using it, I can highly recommend try it out. They both have free uh, versions available, which is more than enough for any person that maybe just have a Facebook and Twitter account. And um, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend anybody checking it out, trying it out and see what it's all about. And I promise you, you can save at least an hour to two hours of time for your day. Every yes. day, yeah. And the thing I love about both of those sites, because they are quite similar, yes. as I said, I prefer Buffer, you prefer Hootsuite, but it's really Coca-Cola versus Pepsi-Cola. You know, it's really two cola drinks and you just decide which one you like the flavor better. You know, uh, they both have this very robust free mm-hmm. version. I love this model in the social media space. And that's enough to get yeah. you started. And then for about 10 bucks a month, you, can, you get a, a really, really solid paid offering. You get a really a lot of really great functionality for about ten bucks. I think it's actually about seven bucks a month. Um, so Hootsuite in in, in Australia at the moment is about fifteen dollars. I think in the US it's okay. ten, and then the buffer one is, okay. is ten a month buffer. Yeah, yeah. So you know, very very cost effective strategies for managing your time, and there's a free version to get you started. Absolutely, and for ten dollars a month. I mean, that that's a cup of coffee nearly here in Australia. <laughs> and if you look at the time, it's going to save you just to push out those very selected few updates so you can speak to your audience or your fans during the day or at night. It's well, well worth the money. So we've talked a great deal now about the idea of automation. Is it heresy? Is it a good idea? Is it a time saver? Or is it just pissing everyone off? And you, you need to make your own mind up about that, but we love it. I personally use Buffer. Adele uses Hootsuite. And in the upcoming series that Adele's going to do, she's going to pull it apart. I'm going to interview her in a six-part series. She's going to write an ebook. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what's coming up in that and uh, how people can get in contact with you to, to get on the list to get one? Yeah, sure. So on my website, which is um, there will be the ebook will go up shortly. And uh, but if people don't want to miss out, I will send out a newsletter so they can maybe sign up to my uh, newsletter list, emailing list. And once we are ready to launch the ebook and the podcast series, um, I will then send out an email newsletter notifying everybody. So I think that's the easiest way to, for people to make sure that they yeah. don't miss out. And what, what are you going to be talking about? Are there a lot of differences between the, the, the sites? Do they have different functionality or, are, or they, are they quite different in the way they approach things? Absolutely, Keith. Each and every one of these tools that we're going to be discussing 
is completely different. So yeah. where Buffer and Hootsuite is similar in the sense that they've both got scheduling, RSS feeds, suggested content, analytics, adding team members, both free and paid options available, and both have browser extensions and mobile apps, Hootsuite is completely different in the sense that it adds more. So you've got the monitoring and engaging aspect in Hootsuite, ah, which is not yeah. available in Buffer. Yeah, yeah. So I, I will concede that Hootsuite does have a lot of extra goodies, Yes, it? and Hootsuite University, and Hootsuite's got the app stores, so where you can plug in extra apps into Hootsuite, so like YouTube, Instagram, Gmail, oh, wow. Google Drive. You can tap all those into Hootsuite. So there's definitely a major difference between like Hootsuite, Buffer, Zapier, If This Then That, Post Planner, all of them. It just really depends on what you need help with and what you would like to do. Yeah. And that will depend on which This is so exciting. I think the hardest thing is going to be nailing you down to five. Because as you, said, you said last week, isn't there about 15 to 20 of these yes. now? There are so many available. So, um, I'm but you're really going to pull apart your top five. Yes. I mean, I can't wait to hear it. I mean, I can't wait for us to get started on this. And then you're going to turn it into an e-book as well? Yes, absolutely. What a brilliant offering. And it's going to be completely free? Absolutely. Oh, this is exciting. I know. <laughs> Big cyber hug. Big cyber hug. So, well, look, we're going to wrap it up now. I'm, I'm going on a bit. But uh, you've been listening to KKFM, Something Global, Something Social. Today we've been chatting about social media automation. If you want to know more about KKFM, go to globalsocialmediaradio.com. In a few days now, I'm going to be listing all of the KKFM podcasts. There's over 10 now, and we're going to build on this, this library. Uh, they're going to all be there forever for free as a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a gift to you to share the social media experiment. My name is Keith Keller. You can find me at, at Keith Keller on Twitter. What's your uh, Twitter handle, Adele? So it's at A-D-E-L-D-M-E-Y-E-R, Adele D. Meyer. Perfect. So enough for now, enough for me. We'll, we'll, we'll come back in a few weeks with this six-part series and free ebook. You've been listening to KKFM, the global social media coaching podcast.